This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Destiny, who is the founder of My Social Construct. My social construct focuses on social and content marketing, and Destiny is a super passionate creative. She is not only passionate about social media, but also passionate about social justice, which I loved getting the opportunity to talk with her about. I actually met Destiny because she took one of my online courses. She took A Journey Social, which is my freelance social media marketing course, and I like to follow everyone who takes my courses and just kind of see what they're doing with their lives and get inspired by them. And I was like legitimately shook when I saw all the cool stuff that Destiny was doing with my social construct. She is super talented and smart and business savvy. And so I wanted to make sure to invite her on the show. I loved getting an opportunity to chat with her one-on-one. It was actually the first time we talked like one-on-one. So that was cool. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy the interview as well. So make sure to stay tuned and definitely tell her hello and check out her website once you're done listening to the interview. Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh-so-rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. I am here today with someone who I know is going to inspire a lot of you guys. Destiny is the founder of My Social Construct, an online business that helps people and small businesses find their online voices through social and content media marketing. Not only do I think Destiny is great at what she does, but I also love how passionate she is about things that really matter from social media to social justice. So I'm excited to pick her brain a little bit. So welcome to the show. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you. That was such a nice introduction. <laughs> I'm over here cheesing. Like, that was very nice. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, for this conversation. Yay. Awesome. Well, well, I'm glad you liked it. I'm sure I could probably say a million other nice things about you. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so I've been following you for, I don't know, maybe like the past six months or so on Instagram and following all that you do with your business. So I know quite a bit about you, but do you want to take a minute to tell the listeners your story and talk about how you got started with your business? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so hi, everybody. I'm Destiny. Um, and I was um, born and raised in New York City. Um, I am now living in Dallas, Texas. A lot of people ask me why and I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I decided to start over um, and really um, expand my freelance life out here in Dallas. And I have a lot of background in social media, specifically with social justice. So um, I pretty much learned how to use social media with the element, you know, including the element of social justice in there. So I decided that, you know, I've always helped friends with social media accounts and maybe help friends start, uh, you know, businesses through social media, but I never thought to make it an actual, you know, thing and actually make profit from it. Um, so I decided to make uh, my social constructs and include, you know, my love for social justice and activism in social media marketing. That's awesome. That's, that's so cool. So, so tell me a little bit about the social justice element that you have in your business, because I know you said that you have a lot of background in that and that it's kind of a big tenant in what you do, what you do. So how did that kind of come into play and, and what does that really mean to you? Anybody who knows me, um, you know, if I had to give a couple of words to describe myself, I would say I'm a feminist, I'm an activist, I'm an ally, I'm an advocate, um, and I love social media, you know. And like I mentioned a little bit before, I really learned about social media through social justice. Um, one of my first jobs out of college was working for um, a nonprofit that worked heavily with you know, uh, video production and social media and photography, um, all uh, revolving around social justice issues in New York. Um, so we were really involved in rallies and protests and, you know, um, political meetings and things like that. And we learned how to use social media to get the message out to the community. Somebody is in office and um, something happens, you know, like the first thing we all do is check our Twitter account or check our Facebook account. Um, and social media and social justice, it's, you know, they go hand in hand. You get all of your news on social. So, you know, I really, I strongly believe that change can happen through social media and it's proven, you know, like there've been uh, so many hashtags that have arise. Things have actually changed because of social media. And I, you know, I really love to be a part of that. Um, so that's how I kind of morphed social media and social justice. And I decided, you know, I was torn between the two, whether or not to include social justice in my, um, in my uh, actual business, because I know a lot of times mixing political and, uh, you know, corporate, it's just not a thing. So it took me a while to come to the conclusion that, you know, I am who I am and I'm a huge advocate. And if I want to work with people, um, they need to know that about me. So I decided to focus my page on highlighting people of color and highlighting uh, businesses by people of color um, and things like that. That's so cool. I love that. It's so funny. Like when I first told my mom that I wanted to go into social media, it's like, what the heck is that? First of all. And second of all, that doesn't sound serious or like, I know that you could be doing something so much more important, you know? 
And then like 10 years later, we're realizing all these movements that are being born on social media. And like you said, all the change that you can make through social media. It's really cool. And it's it's crazy how much can change in such a small period of time. And like I know that I get all my news it stems from social media. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's just kind of the way that the world works. Yeah, so that's super cool. So we'll talk a little bit more about that aspect of your business a little bit later, but for now, let's talk a little bit about what inspired you to start a freelance business in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to say my two L's. So one, my uh, close friend, Lisa, and two, you, Latasha. <laughs> um, ah. you- <laughs> Um, yeah, so my, uh, one of my good friends, Lisa, I met her out here, um, in Texas and it just so happened that she was from the Bronx as well. We never, you know, crossed paths in, uh, New York, but we happened to meet here and, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a dancer. Her and um, I met her in my dance class and she created an accessory to dance with you know she made like these little fringe things to put on our ankles um, while we were dancing and she was like you know what like I want to make a business out of this I want to sell these can you do social media for me and I'm like um sure like I'll you know whatever yeah I'll help you with your Instagram page and stuff like that and I'm thinking that you know it was gonna be kind of like me volunteering my time and she was like no girl like I'm gonna pay you to do this and I was like what oh okay like people pay people to do social media so you know I was doing that for her um for a little while and I'm still doing that but uh you know that's when I realized I was like I can seriously make this a thing and she definitely inspired me and encouraged me to you know look into um making this you know, a side hustle. So I literally went on YouTube and typed in social media, like, you know, how to make money off of social media or social media management. And um, you popped up and I'd been following your YouTube page for a while. And not to sound crazy, but I like basically watched all your videos and, you know, (laughs) um, learned a lot. And um, not to like bash any other YouTubers, but a lot of times on YouTube and on Instagram and stuff, people make, you know, freelancing this like crazy awesome thing and quit your job and, you know, buy a loft with everything all white and good lighting. And I'm just like, um, that's not reality for me. I need a nine to five and I have a little apartment that doesn't have Instagram ready photo lighting, you know, and I just saw that, you know, on your page, you kept it real. And you told people like, okay, you know, you can make money from this, but you don't have to quit your job. And it's not going to be this career where you're going to be flying from here to there, you know, so I just felt like you were somebody that I can, um, that I could relate to that I could trust. Um, And then you're a woman of color. And you know, to see um, other women of color, you know, doing things and starting their own businesses. It's really inspiring. So definitely give a lot of credit to you and your course, because I went through that course probably like 500 times took, I don't even know why I took notes. I should have just printed the whole like thing out because (laughs) (laughs) everything, like I have a notebook just full of stuff. And, you know, I just learned every like little detail to start my business from your course. And that's really how I got everything, you know, going. So, yep. (laughs) So two things on that. First of all, Lisa sounds like an amazing friend. First of all, I I always say this, 
great friends should not only encourage you, but if they're able to, I, I think it's really important also for them to pay you, you know, to pay your friends for their work and support your friends. I mean, I know that not all friends can help contribute financially and, and pay you for your services, but I'm a huge believer in supporting your friends and supporting their hustles and, you know, just really backing them up. So it's really awesome that she did that and helped kind of encourage you to get started. I think a lot of us have that first client or have had that first client that we kind of knew or maybe we used to work for them before or we're friends or acquaintances. And it's great to kind of have that support system, like that built-in support system as well. And, and that's really cool that you guys still work together too. That's awesome. And second, thank you for the kind words. I seriously, I did not invite you on here to like say nice things about me or anything like that. I just, I just love what you're doing. And obviously I try to follow almost everyone who takes my courses. And I just think that you've done such an amazing job with your business. You know, you post such quality stuff and I can tell that you're really, you're really doing it right, you know? So yeah, I really just wanted to chat with you and kind of pick your, pick your brain a little bit. So thank you. so you said that your friend was one of your first clients so how did that conversation kind of get started or was she the one who sort of brought up the conversation or did you go out looking for clients how did how did that go yeah um so she actually you know I'm trying to think how it even came about um like I said before I think everybody knows that um I'm like huge when it comes to social media. So I I have like my own separate like dance page. So I was posting a lot of things of, um, you know, like things we were learning in class and people started following me there. So I think she uh, maybe saw me on there or we had a conversation about me doing social media and stuff and marketing um, because my nine to five is social media marketing. So I think, you know, she knew that and kind of was just like, Hey, like help me with this. And, you know, I kind of agreed to it. Um, So she technically was my first client. Um, but I guess, you know, the ones that I received after that were through word of mouth, you know, like she would put me on to people and be like, Destiny is so awesome. And they would contact me and their friends would contact me. And, you know, um, it was kind of like a cycle from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because especially when you do what we do, which is social media and stuff that's on the internet, I think a lot of us get hung up on being on the internet all the time. And when I talk to people, they're always like, how do I find clients? Like what websites do I use? And I'm like, if you're looking for clients for digital marketing, they probably don't have a website and they're probably not on Upwork, you know? And, and you know, some of them are. Like, I've gotten clients on Upwork before, of course, but so much of it is just word of mouth and actually going to small businesses and networking, things like that. So, so yeah, I think you're, you're so right. And, you know, you can never underestimate the power of, like, real-life communication. I think that's so important. It is. It definitely is. Honestly, if um, – I mean, it, it takes a lot. I went to – my background, like, my degree and stuff is in journalism. So, you know, like, I was used to going out and interviewing people and, you know, just going up to strangers and stuff. And when I got out of college, I didn't really have to do that because I wasn't writing for a newspaper. I wasn't a reporter. So I kind of lost, like, you know, the human to human, like, contact (laughs) and, you know, speaking in person. But since I started doing this, it's, it's vital. You know, you need to get out there and 
ask people for things or tell people what your, um, you know, what your services are and stuff like that. So I definitely think it's important. You're not going to find anybody online <laughs> because like you said, they don't, they don't have an Instagram page or if they do, they're not, you know, engaging on their Instagram page. So it's all about face to face. Yes, definitely. And like, like you said, even if they do have an Instagram I know for a while I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll target companies who have really bad Instagrams or really bad social media. And it usually goes one of two ways. Either one, they get offended, or two, you're talking to their social media manager, which can be awkward to say the least. So yeah, yeah, great advice. So you also mentioned that this is your side hustle, which I love. I am all about the side hustle. And like you said, I am such a huge believer that you should stay at your job either if you want to forever or as long as you can until you're truly comfortable and ready. Uh, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I know that some people are kind of judgmental about that and are like, oh, that's not real entrepreneurship or whatever. But I'm I'm just not of that school of thought at all. Um, I'm all for people and their side hustles. So do you have any advice for anyone listening about how you manage your time and how you really are able to give your all to both your business and your job? Yes. Um, so I am a stationary nerd. I have probably like right now, I think I have like four day planners. (laughs) Um, and that doesn't include like my online calendar and stuff. Um, but I truly manage my time through my day planner. Um, I have my month view, my week view, my day view, and I schedule everything, you know, um, way in advance. And I just, I, that is my Bible. Like I cannot leave my house without my day planner. Um, so that's why I really keep everything organized. And, um, of course I use like my online calendar so I could get notifications just in case I'm not opening my book and stuff like that. Um, but I'm really like the person who will draw a calendar and have to like put it up on my wall and keep it, you know, keep it there so I can remind myself of things. As for like, with clients and stuff, I have, um, I use Google calendars and I have, you know, different colors. Like this person will be pink. This person is yellow. Um, and I just put everything there. If I have to make a graphic or something, I'm going to put it in yellow on this day. And I'm really into like coordinating my color and stuff like that. So I really use calendars all day, every day. (laughs) I need to get better about using a planner. I am the worst. I'll buy them and then they just sit there collecting dust. (laughs) So what about, I get a lot of questions from people who have a side hustle that are like nervous that their clients are going to be upset with them or not want to work with them because of their schedule. Maybe they're not available from the hours of nine to five or they aren't able to just hop on a random meeting at you know, 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. So have you encountered any of that? Or do you have any advice for people dealing with a schedule that maybe consists mostly of nights and weekends? Yeah. Um. So with my clients, before they even like become a client, obviously I do like the discovery calls and stuff like that. And I think um, I like to keep everything really open and honest with my clients. So I let them know, you know, when we do our intros, I'm like, hey, like, I work here, these are my hours, and I can take a call during my lunch break, but it literally cannot go past this time, you know, so I like to like set the boundaries before. But yeah, I don't know, I haven't really come across like an angry customer who's like, you don't have time for me, because a lot of the people who I work with, they have nine to five uh, jobs as well, and they're kind of doing their business that I'm, you know, helping out with. 
on the side as well. So we kind of, you know, we kind of have similar schedules. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with having no one be mad at you yet. That's an awesome problem to have. And yeah, that's a really good point that you bring up too. Um, a lot of people I think are nervous about that, which I get, but it's true. A lot of people that you're going to end up working for or you know, contracting for are in the same position as you are too, and they're still getting started with their businesses. So yeah, that's a really good way to look at things. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So let's back up a little bit, actually. Can you tell me a little bit about what services you actually offer through My Social Construct? Yeah. Um, so initially, I was uh, thinking of only doing like social media management packages um, and, you know, like creating content and posting and stuff like that for people. But then I realized that people who have, you know, social media pages already, like Instagram pages, um, some of them have like quite a few followers and all they really needed was somebody to, you know, answer the DMs or comment on people's stuff. So they basically needed engagement. Um, so I was seeing that with a lot of people. So I decided to just do Instagram, like hourly engagement services. Um, and that's pretty much been my like number one hit where people will book me for an hour and I'll take, uh, you know, a day to engage on their page. And then maybe later that'll turn into a social media, um, you know, management package. Um, so I offer both of those, but then uh, like during the holidays, I'll, I try to like switch things up and I really try to see like what my audience needs and, you know, things that I feel Instagram lacks or Facebook lacks and stuff. So, I mean, I've done things like, uh, Instagram story backgrounds, um, which are like holiday themes and, you know, those were pretty cool. Um, uh, and I follow a bunch of, you know, other social media managers who, come up with like really cool ideas and I try to not copy them, but I'm like, okay, let me like see if I can get creative and make this into something else, you know? So I think a lot of it is just, you know, encouragement by other people who are doing similar things as you, especially because I'm still new to this. I think I've only been doing it for uh, five months, like officially under my social construct. Um, so I'm pretty open whenever my client asks me for something, I'm like, Hey, uh, yeah, I can do that because I do have experience in you know, graphic design and photography and videos and stuff like that. So I'm pretty open right now. Um, so I'm offering kind of like a lot of things at once, but eventually I'm hoping to just have a package that includes everything and, um, you know, including like stock photography and actual posting and stuff like that. But right now I'm kind of like scattered and doing what people actually want because I have the time and, you know, the capacity to do so. Yeah, I, lo I love that. And, and I saw that you do the like Instagram sessions that are just like an hour or whatever. And I think that is so genius because one of my biggest challenges was, and, and it still is sometimes, but especially when I first got started, it was getting people to sign the contract that might be six months long or, you know, you know, I try to avoid contracts that are shorter than six months if I can. And that's a big commitment for a lot of people. And I totally get it, especially when I was, I was new at it. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't know if I should just put my whole social media strategy in this person's hands, you know? So I think that's a really smart idea. And for everyone listening out there to maybe think of some bite-sized services that you can offer to kind of give people an intro. 
I know a lot of times clients will ask for like a trial or something, and that's kind of a good alternative to working for free, obviously. You can charge for something that's maybe a little bit less of a commitment and really kind of get to know each other and really build up that trust that way and sort of prove yourself as well. So I think that's really smart. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think about you, I think of Instagram, not to say that you can't like do anything else, of course, but Instagram is just tied so well into your brand and you post such good stuff. Your account is so great. Um, You guys listening have to follow my social construct on Instagram. It's like amazing. Uh, Yeah. So I know that this is something that you offer, but do you have any tips for us now for really curating posts, getting them all together and boosting engagement on your own Instagram feed? Yeah. Um, so I'm still, my, uh, my actual, my social construct page is still growing. Um, right now I'm trying to focus more on the aesthetic and how it's, you know, uh, how it looks and obviously the content as well. I post a lot of stock photos. Um, and mainly because, I mean, I don't really have time in my schedule to take my own photos, but I post a lot of stock photos and I offer a lot of, um, you know, social justice news. Um, I also offer a lot of social media updates, specifically like Instagram tips. But yeah, uh, the best way to get, you know, like more followers or get people to engage on your page is obviously to engage with them. Um, So I, you know, I'm all day looking at hashtags and engaging with people who post maybe the same hashtags as me or um, I look for my news on Instagram and, you know, I engage with people who are posting things about, you know, issues that I care about about or issues that I've posted about and stuff like that. So that's basically how I've been connecting on on that social media page. It's it's always hard when you start a new Instagram page and you have zero followers and you're trying to get people to like, you know, buy your services for social media and then they see that you only have like maybe 200 followers. <laughs> um, I think that's probably like a challenge right now that I'm having. But, you know, I send people my... Uh, my my dance page and my personal page and just to show them that you know like I can like though I hate the fact that we have to look at people's followers to kind of give them like credibility I mean it kind of is what it is you know so um that's something that I'm pretty much trying to trying to work on and still trying to prove myself yeah that's a really good point and that's something that I struggle with too I think a lot of us do because it's like you know you spend your whole day managing other people's accounts the last thing you want to do when you get home at the end of the day is update your own you know or like you're fresh out of ideas like oh my gosh my business Facebook page is the worst thing I've ever seen (laughs) it's so bad but it's like a necessary evil too. It's like, I have to keep it up now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I totally get that. But I think that a lot of clients understand that too. I think that your testimonials and showing client work and things like that, I think that speaks a little bit louder than maintaining your own accounts necessarily. And and yours is good anyway. Like 200 followers is better than 25 or zero, you know? You right. know. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So I know I met you after you took one of my courses. So I know that you were obviously doing research and everything before you just hopped into your side hustle. But are there any other people or resources or blogs or anything like that that really helped you out when you first were getting started? Yeah, um, I really think that, I mean, I have like a list of uh, YouTubers and um, 
you know, people who manage social media on Instagram that I follow. One of them is um, on Instagram. Her name is Social Maggie. Um, and I think she's from Dallas as well. I'm not sure. She's really creative when it comes to, um, when it comes to, you know, Instagram content and tips and tricks and stuff like that. Um, so I follow her going through her page. I found a whole bunch of other social media managers. And I think it's just like, it's a community, like we're a community of people, you know, like we all have, um, the same vision and goal and we all do it in different ways and i think it's important to not be afraid to look at others other people's work you know um there's always ways to recreate things and it's not necessarily like taking somebody's ideas because i feel like everything has at least once in somebody's head been a thought you know so i feel like creativity is i don't know the social construct <laughs> but um <laughs> Love it. But yeah, but yeah, so I definitely think, um, you know, a lot of my like followers for some reason are like what they call like competitor followers. And a lot of them are like social media managers. And I'm like, okay, follow me. I'm going to follow you because I'm going to see what you're doing, you know? And I think it's, it's really inspiring. I'm like, hey, um, this person is doing this. Maybe I should think about potentially doing that in the future or adding that service in the future and stuff like that. I love that you said that because I feel the exact same way. A lot of people might think it's kind of strange that I follow a lot of people who do, you know, similar things as I do or that I invite other social media managers on my podcast. But like, I don't get why that's such a weird thing. Because first of all, we're different people and we probably have different clients, you know? And even if we had the exact same audience and did business with the exact kind, same kinds of people, there's enough room for people. That's how I feel. And I also love building up a network because I'm only one person and I can only take on so big of a workload, you know? And there's been so many times when I've just been too busy and I get requests and I'm like, you know what? I know 10 other really awesome social media managers that I know from the internet or from taking my course or whatever. I'm going to refer you to one of them. So it's always good to have a network. That's how I feel. But some people can be weird about it for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And this is another thing that I guess I'm sort of struggling with is setting myself apart because I feel like when you get so in this community, you can sometimes become like a clone of another person, you know? So how do you make sure that you're really standing out and really staying true to yourself when you're being influenced by so many other people who are doing this like online marketing solopreneur thing? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's definitely a challenge. Um, because even looking at, you know, the people who follow me or the social media managers that I follow, we all, like you said, like we're all doing the same thing and it's easy to look like another page, you know, and it's like, how can a client, you know, how can they choose me over her when we're doing the same thing? And I think the way I try to, you know, make myself different is by incorporating the whole social justice thing. Um, and like I said before, I was kind of torn, you know, whether or not I should add it or not, because I know it is a turnoff for some people. Um, but I think because I include it, I include social justice in my posts and activism and all that stuff. I think it draws in a different type of uh, community that maybe some people aren't necessarily targeting. It's working and it's sometimes not working. Um, but you know, it's trial and error. And I, you know, as a 
an entrepreneur, you can choose your clients, you know, like they ask to work with you. And at the end of the day, it's up to you to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you bring that up. Um, That's something that I really wanted to talk about with you, because especially during the times that we're in and, you know, definitely for me being a woman of color, sometimes it is scary, honestly, to use your voice. And I feel like I'm not able to speak up or use my voice or share my views. Uh, It's scary, like legitimately frightening sometimes. And so, yeah, I think that's a really great point that you bring up. You really do kind of self-select your clients. And like there are certain people who are never going to work with you. End of story. But you know what? Maybe that's for the best. You know, you don't have to appeal to every single person. You don't have to be such a people pleaser when you're an entrepreneur. You like you said, really self-select your clients and you get to work with people who really are going to benefit from you and your unique perspective or your unique uh, services or whatever it is. Okay, so the last thing that I wanted to ask you, because your website, first of all, is really beautiful. I love it. Uh, But I also wanted to ask you how you were able to find so many images that actually had people who look like us, like actual people of color, because I know firsthand that can be a struggle. Oh my gosh, yes. It is such a struggle. And I didn't realize it was a struggle or it was even a thing until I was trying to make my website. And I was like, where are the brown hands? Like, (laughs) where are the brown hands holding the iPhones and typing on the MacBook? Like... Um, so, you know, I really couldn't find anything. So I honestly just went on my personal Facebook page and was like, does anybody know where I can find stock photos of people of color? And, you know, my friends just started, um, you know, sending me links and stuff. And the one that really stuck out to me was a a service called Create Her Stock. And it's a predominantly woman of color. And it's wonderful. Like it, there's different, um, there's different categories. So they have, you know, like a technology category, they have like a makeup category, a workout category, like a bunch of different categories that you can, uh, look into. And there's stock photos of, you know, black women and women of color and Latinas and all, you know, all the goodness, (laughs) all the women of color doing extraordinary things. And it's, you know, even just, um, a brown hand holding a phone like that was really important to me because you know that's that's me and I wanted my my business to represent me and I didn't want it to represent anything else but but how I look you know um and I wanted it to be mainly um mainly women so this website really saved my life because I got all my stock images from there but yeah, I would highly recommend looking into them. I think I got my membership for $7 a month and it's totally worth it. Okay, yeah, I think I have heard of that before, but I've never actually went on it. So cool. Thank you for that link. This will be linked in the show notes as well for everyone listening if you want to check it out yourself. So those were all the questions that I had for you today. Um, I really loved talking to you and I think that you shared so much knowledge and I know everyone's going to learn a lot from you and really enjoy this episode. But before we go, do you want to tell everyone listening where they can find you? Yes. So I am mainly on Instagram. My page handle is at my social construct. Um, and I'm also on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook at my social construct. 
Cool. Well, I think that's all I had to say. Like I said, I think this was really awesome and I feel like I learned a lot. So thank you again for being on and I'll be sure to leave Destiny's links in the show notes too. So you guys out there can check her out. So yeah, thanks for being on. Thank you so much. It's been, I honestly was so excited for this and I'm honored to have been on your podcast. So thank you so much for reaching out. Oh, of course. Well, I will talk to you all listening in the next episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. And I will talk to you, Destiny, on Instagram, I'm sure, pretty soon here. (laughs) Great. See you. Bye. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help, and you can also tweet me at a journey east with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.